Episode 7 of Little Buildings Podcast, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, Tom's been away, people have been away, COVID, bazookas, people again, you know, it is what it is. Straight at it, it's a never sleep episode. We have a Scarlet, we're going to talk on a little bit. But first of all, he has some Embrace Death. <laughs> Hello, Scarlett. How are we doing? Hello, Alan. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm alright. So, I'll tell you who Scarlett is, and then she can tell you who she actually is, because I'm bound to fuck it up. Scarlett here um, runs Never Sleep, along with Chris. Scarlett started out in all this madness with a camera, squirrelling around the place. There's blind face. You've probably, a lot of you from this region have all got fucking profile pictures taken by Scarlett. A lot of you on our stage. That's good. Scarlett, what have you been up to? Not much, really. Just trying to get me gigs booked in ahead of festival season, trying to get me festivals in, etc. Aye. Bit of a fucking drag, isn't it? Aye, it's going on a bit like. Aye. It's on and on and on and on and on. So how did you get on uh, Want to put gigs on, the transition from being a full-time photographer? So when I, was, when I was a photographer, I was doing lots of work with a specific band, and I was just 
wanting to get more involved with things behind the scenes. I was sick of being in front of the stage, kind of. I wanted to get more hands-on behind the stage and actually put on my own events from that. Great, great. And the dynamic that you've went for, well, you just like to fucking watch people break each other, don't you? Aye, it's good fun, like, it's <laughs> especially when you can catch it on camera. Aye. So, the hardcore scene, um, who else are you working with at the minute apart from the hardcore scene? Because you do a lot with, you introduced Mally to us, thank you for that. Yeah, so we try and bring some light on other artists in the northeast, and we try and do that through our live sessions. Um, we're currently in the process of recording volume two of our live sessions, and they're all being filmed here at the Little Buildings. They are, and you can find them all on YouTube. You know that thing, that new thing? It's pretty good, that, Ned. Aye. So, what's been your favourite so far? What, what have you enjoyed doing the most out of all of this, gig-wise? Um, gig-wise, it's definitely the networking. Um, it's just seeing how far me and Chrissy have come from last August was when we put our first gig on and the support we've like received along the way as well. Like We've tapped into the hardcore scene where we started out in the indie sort of scene and everyone's been like welcoming and it's just been a really, really nice time and thing to get involved with. Proper community. Proper. It's, it's mint. It's mint. I like we talked about this on the last episode, you know, like the cross pollination, how things are growing. And this was from the like the the doomy death metal scene, the biker grave lads who do the crossover with Mosh on the Tyne and this cross pollinates down to, to you as well, with Never Sleep Going yeah. from India and bringing that aspect into it. So it's class to see it shows that the bridges are being built everywhere. So big props to yourself. Do you want to introduce the next tune then we'll have a bit more crack? Um yeah, so next he has a track from Blood Fury.
And that was Mantlet. Blood Fury just kicked it off there before that. Mantlet. Blood Fury. I wasn't at that gig. But Mantlet. Jesus Christ. Is that the dude from Sweden? Yeah. Is that the mad one with the eyes? Who was... Uh, we've got the videos of him staring into the camera. Downstairs yeah, in the bar. That's, that's him. He was also trying to climb the lamppost outside beforehand. Oh, my... West is out that late. I mean, I'm kind of good that I missed it, to be fair. Uh, it looked like a fun night, let's just say. If you're in the night, you're in the night. <laughs> <laughs> but how how did you get on to Mantlet? Um, so that was actually one of Chrissy's gigs. He led on that. Um, basically, we were getting loads of contracts through from Marshall, and we were sick of them. We wanted to fuck them off. So Chrissy went down a different road and found this gig, and it actually did... It did wonders for like us and the hardcore scene as well. Being able to bring bigger bands, especially out of town bands, down to a fifty capacity venue. So great eyes. Oh, I did great work. Like there's no doubt about that. Oh Christ, man, Mantlet. Yeah, I've got, I've got to say, like you can't see what we can see. Uh, there was a, there was a video that I got sent. Uh, the singer from Mantlet. He's trying to mount his own GoPro up by our hard cam in the live room downstairs. And he's so focused on it, trying to do, but he couldn't really tell that the other camera was there. Now, this big face on the TV in the bar, staring, and everybody's just been absolutely buckled ever since. <laughs> it's 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 nuts. It was good crack, that gig, like. Aye, it looked it like. Aye, it was. Christ, man. So what's next? I know we've got something, that by the time this show goes out, but Scarlett's got a show on tonight, you've been working with Generator. Yeah, so we've been given some funding, and I actually received this funding well the other day but i was on the course from last year and it was basically from the back end of the pandemic um wanting to get new and young promoters back into music and get them on the scene sort of thing so tonight's my gig and we've got soap muckle boy latex and an after show from gonzo dog mental that's just gonna be nuts in it but it's all like it's like Muckle are coming up from Leeds, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and soap. And soap, both from Leeds, and Muckle featuring the lasses in Muckle used to be in Runt. Um, yeah, Sarah from Runt and Billy from Surfer. Right, that's it. I knew the thing there, Surfer. Oh Christ, Billy, I think he was about fifteen when he played <laughs> played the old place. Aye. Aye. So it's it's great to see that they're still working, they're still doing stuff. I mean, they're only going to be in Leeds for a couple of years before they come back and start making more racket up here full-time. I would have thought, anyway, that's normally how it works, just as I kick the back of Tom's seat since he uh, spent a bit of time at Leeds. Um, aye, class. So what are you looking forward to most coming up then? Because you must have some little lines in the fire. You normally do. You're fucking hustling left, right and centre, yeah? Yeah, so we've got Creek coming up on the 23rd. Um, that's just going to be absolutely chaotic. We always love bringing heavier stuff to the little buildings. And then something else we've got in the works is an all day in August. That's August 13th. And it's basically going to be a mix of lo-fi in the afternoon and then heading out to hardcore in the nighttime. Mint class. Get them all warmed up. Get them Where nice I? and cosy before the madness. Spinning bird kicks and all sorts. Love that. Aye, so this uh, um, young promoter's course through Generator, it's, it's the scholars just said there, um, she's putting her show on here on the Little Bones Night. There's been quite a, a few other promoters uh, taking other boxes and other genres and various. And it's nice to see that you were wanting to do something a bit heavier 
as well through Generator, which has been a bit of a miss. I know Helen's pretty much championed that because she's a bit of a wild card and Al and herself um, haven't put on DIY shows for years and touring extensively with her band Blom and uh, supporting Pigs, 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 Pigs. Was that seven pigs? Yeah, it was one, I'm sure it was. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you've got a good ally there to work with. Um, long may it continue. Now after this, what's what's next to Generator after the, at the end of this? Will there be any more? Um, we're open to work with Generator in the future. Um, yeah, um, I'm not sure if there's anything like in the works at the minute or like what's to come after the course, but like we've definitely got open arms to future collaborations. Ah, oh, mint. Well, that's great. That's great. As well as that, I've noticed you've been doing a little bit of stage management as well, haven't you? You were down at um, Stock and Calling. Yes, I have been. Right, how'd that go? It was a long day, but like I had the latest stage, so I was there from like one till midnight, and it it was it was great vibes all around. Like I've never, I've only ever been to the West Garth in Stockton, so it was great to check out like the other venues and stuff, and the actual like music scene up there as well which was a complete juxtaposition of the newcastle scene it's mental it's 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 just something else it's mental so where were you repping what what stage um the vault the vault who are you looking after um so mm-hmm. plastic glass was our headliner and also on the bill we had elizabeth little uh tom a smith uh the thieves and a few more from out of town nice one nice one plaque glass just announced the splitting up yeah been a shame uh, big up to Ben Dillon and the lads so they've got a show coming up on I think it's the 10th of June the last one the Independent Sunland so get yourself down there good old pint of blue and a bit fucking pop the boot with the lads <laughs> so uh, yeah well we're going to move on um, going to bring you the sheds followed by the red rooms <laughs>
That was the Red Rooms. Red Room? Red Rooms? Red Room. Red Room, my bad. Again, we had them here last night. Um, the last minute, well, it wasn't last minute, it was, it was planned, but they weren't allowed to announce it until they'd, um, they'd done the headline at the Clooney, which was done a couple of weeks ago. They had an after party here until 2 in the morning, they were all drunk, dancing, had a great night. Big things for the Red Rooms. And how did you find the Red Rooms? So, basically... Um, our second gig for Never Sleep, I think it was, we had Orcs booked in their like a queer punk sort of rock band. Um, unfortunately, about four days before the event, they dropped out. Um, so we went to Alan and asked, yeah, who can we chuck on a headline? And he went, the Red Room, give Lee a message. Well, that's it. I've just been hired well under the bus. Well done, Scarlet champion. <laughs> that was me trying to get, you know, instigate part of there, but no, treat. Yeah, it was. We'd seen the Red Room doing the rounds for a bit, you know, and um, had a listen to um, Frontline, which is a banger. It yeah, is like. It is. And it, again, when um, when the uh, the played here, independent venue, we opened up with that, and it was about half seven. The room was packed, and they were just fucking jumping, singing. All the audience were singing the song word for word back to the band. Jess was having a great time. Who I? Fair fucks. I actually photographed their headliner at the Clooney and it was rough as fuck. Was me, it? Me camera, I was literally just holding it above everyone. Like, elb- I'm only a small lass, you know? Like, I'm like el- perfect elbow height. And people <laughs> don't realise I'm carrying a big mucka camera. So, but it was it was a good crack as well. Like, it was really good. It's good to see that people are that into it, though. You know what I mean? The young'uns. We, I call them young'uns. You know, young'uns are like 18. Aye. Majority of them know, you know? It's fucking boomer scorer here. You know? Um... But I can imagine having 300 of them in a room going, Aka. It was sweaty, like. I bet. Proper stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, smelly students everywhere. <laughs> or a belter. Proper clean-up squad at the Clooney the next morning by that one, I bet. Hi. <laughs> oh, hey, man. So, so far, what's been your, your favourite gig that you've done, that you've put on? Which one stands out the most? The My favourite gig that we've put on is probably In My Time of Dying. It, the little buildings just because it was the first like hardcore event that me and Chrissy had even been to at the little buildings so it was great to be able to bring something like that in and I was also a little bit worried about how things might go down especially because it was so close to the time with the incident at the globe mm-hmm. um but nah like everyone's good pals like they're they're such like a closed group but like are so open to everyone yep. um so it it was perfect, like it's self policed. Yeah, everyone's got really good values, like yeah. m- really good mosh pit etiquette. Like mm-hmm. some of the bouncers that I've like seen when um, we've had like other gigs on, um, are like oh like should we stop if it gets too rowdy? And I'm like no no man, everyone's got good mosh pit etiquette. If you see anyone like probably battering someone's head and eye, but like nah. if they're throwing themselves about, nah. Yeah, it's only a little backhand, man. You know what I mean? Aye, <laughs> through karate moves. Couple of eye. You see the spinning bird kick, man. That was a firm. F- I'm dying to see that actually happen at a gig. We need to get that like splice into one of your videos somehow. Just like Chun Li, just coming across. So I know you've been working quite a lot with us as well, you know. But you have been putting hands out in the fire elsewhere, doing bits and bobs. You had a big show at Anarchy as well, which went really well. The video from that class, the wise up people stage diving, cartwheels, cartwheels, cartwheels a lot. It's class and. As 
is a very petite young lady, as you are, putting shows on. You've also noticed there's a lot of petite young ladies who go to these shows as well. Yeah. And give just as good as they get. Oh, yeah. Not I think I think they scare the boys sometimes. Like, yeah. boys underestimate the women so much, but it's so good to see, like, the women, like, turning on the boys and braying them. Yeah. Like, it's... It's wicked, especially when you look back at some of the videos we've done. Like, it's the girls doing the cartwheels. It's, like, the girls, mm. like, throwing their arms, like, left to right. Like, it's absolutely crazy. And it's, like, it's good to see because when I first got into, like, putting gigs on, I wanted to make gigs, like, hardcore gigs more, like, accessible for women. But as soon as I've came at the scene, there isn't really a need for it. Women are absolutely sound, like, and it's more encouraging more women to come down to the shows. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's that release. It's that, es- it's, it's that escapism. You know that what I was talking about, and um, by having more lasses at the front throwing down, ha, oh, get in. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work, sisters. <laughs> so who we got next then? Scott Nuller, one of Scarlets. Well, we're gonna go up with the Samfires, I think, again, uh, closely followed by Mali. Yeah, you can. This next song is called Die, Die, Die. die, die.
fucking Mallyhoo. Mallyhoo. You brought Mally here the first time for yep. your, um, your Never Sleep session. Yeah, volume one. Volume one. Episode two. Now, Sam and Elliot at the time, drummer, walked in. Yeah. First, first impressions, you know, you never judge a book by its cover. Sam walked in, fucking big hair, ripped jeans, fishnets on underneath them. Crop top. Lo- crop top, looking out cabs. I was like, right, I've seen this before. These are either going to be terrible or fucking unreal, you know, and unreal. And to see how far he's came since then in the show, it's just, by proxy, if you've got Molly on a lineup, you're going to have a good night. It's as simple as that. Where do you find Molly? How did you get up? How do you get in touch with them? Um, honestly, I think there was a point where I was needing gigs as a photographer and I was just stalking certain friend groups and like Mally, like Lovejoy, Surfer, Run, like there's loads of them. They're like so close, like, and they all go down and support each other's gigs as well. So I was like, how are Then I like spread my wings a bit and I'll go check out these. And I seen Mally and they were just fucking belter, like just loud, not what I was expecting at all. Um, So I. I. More Mally. More Mally. More Mally. More Mally. Speak to Mally. We'll move it on quickly because Mally, generally, within there, close-knit circles if you want to liquid in the plagiarists yeah they've been doing quite a bit together they support each other was sitting um last week when we had um the plagiarists were on supporting uh, vernon jane you know i was sitting at the end of the barn i was just watching sam and finn conspiring making plans you know and it's lost like get in it starts again the circle of life the young musicians making plans want to put gigs on like, well, what about this one? What about this one? What about that one? What about the other one? And Christ, man. So, Fiona Liquid, same circle, same scene. Yeah. So, I first came across Finn um, when he was in Primary Colours, I think it was. Um, and I photographed one of their shows at the Clooney, and then I think they called it a day from there. Yeah. And then Finn came up with this new project, Fiona Liquid, and. I think I came to, was it Harry Dargavell's? Leave and Do. Leave and Do, and Finn was performing solo as Fiona Liquid, and it was it was just great. Like, it's, at the time he didn't have a band, so it was kind of just more like heavy guitar and like shouty, shouty vocals, but now, like, it's so well put together. Yeah. Like, like the fact he's got a band now as well, like, it's 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 really good to see everyone's projects come together. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you do, you look at artist progression. And that's what we like to see here, you know. And they're just so enthusiastic and so happy to do stuff. And getting decent support slots as well, you know, while still playing the fun shows in here and doing stuff and just getting the experience, the stage experience and the knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to go on and just generally being a, a bunch of decent cunts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we want. Nice cunts, decent cunts, every kind. So, we're just going to get you a bit of plagiarists before we get into the heavy, heavy. Here we are.
artists, whatever we want to call them now. Finn is a legend and I wore his hat. I've got a photograph in Finn's hat, you know, from last week. I bet you suited it. I did. I, I did. I'm not just saying I did. <laughs> proper like, awful dodger. Proper. I had me big fuck off coat and all. Like all right. Me, me big gangster coat on and all, you know. So I, I'm trying to get that photo off Clampy like. Fucking hell. I'll I, have to see it. Well, they will have to send it. And, yeah, look at it. I'm, if you die, gonna have your hat, you know. That's all. <laughs> 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 that's all. man. But moving back on from Mali plagiarists, Sampaia's red room sheds. You just wanted to do all the fucking heavy shit, didn't you? Yeah, like we're not opposed to working with like other artists, like working in other genres, but hardcore and heavy, heavy is where we want to be. That's lush, man. More of that. More of that. So. Negatives. Now, I'm st- still wearing my negatives top. I think I've had it on for two days. I've been an absolute bump. I haven't been home. <laughs> been washed or anything. Um, we've new negatives for a while. Under the early guys, you know, and from previous bands, to see them come back to get involved and stuff. They've done like the system of a system of a tune gig the other week when they played that. That was class. Now you're putting them on with Creek. That's yeah. right, isn't it? Forgot to mention earlier on Creek. I think they played the first gig. When they were cheap shot at the old little buildings. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was was, Pat, was Patrick still in them? Or was Patrick in them at the time? I think Patrick's still in them. Yeah. Uh, I well, that was all like off the back of um, Sworn to Secrecy. And they were a class band, unreal. And that was the first time I witnessed kids like doing the hardcore stuff, you know, and the spin kicking. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? I think it was um, Dom who was in Starved. Uh, he was used to be in Sport and Secrecy. I think Dom and Patrick came to see us in Trillions one night, asking how like to go about getting gigs and putting stuff on. And I'd put them on at the Globe. I just thought heavy, heavy. My ears weren't as tuned into what was going on, you know what I mean? I'd put them on with an older uh, thrash band, Solar Jack Catch. And whereas you've got the Sport and Secrecy lot kicking seven shades of shit out of each other in the crowd, I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And that was my first... Um, my first taste of it, really. You know, I didn't even know it was a thing. But to see, again, artist progression from there, going through uh, from the Sworn of Secrecy lot on over through Cheap Shot, Creek, Starved. There's just spreading out. Yeah. Spreading out everywhere. Um, and adding negatives to that bill is great for both parties as well. Because there you have negatives are now the older heads. Yeah. Whereas our young ones, when I work with them, well, yeah, everybody is, Jesus Christ. But um, it'll be it'll be a mint one, like guaranteed so here he has a bit of negatives we're gonna leave it at negatives and we're gonna have a bit more pattern then we're gonna fuck off
That was negatives again. Going to be seeing them very soon. Right, let's get on to the last bit here. What's your plans on working with any of these bands in the future? Because obviously we can't just keep putting them on in here. Can we? No. So we are looking to try and bring more out-of-town bands in and fill up the bills with the locals we have. So we're given more opportunities to play with out-of-town slash bigger bands and in new slash bigger venues. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm sure that's going to be one of them coming up soon. <coughs> uh, but as well as that, we've also got access to quite a few great venues up here in the northeast. Um, Anarchy Brew is our go-to at the minute for your larger shows up to 300 capacity. Got a great gig there last night, which was a cross-promotion gig with Biker Grave and Mosh on the Tyne, which was Skeletal Remains and Cryptic, cryptic, cryptic Shift. Um, that was packed out. Uh, put 150 bodies in there and it was amazing it was great to see the lads working together as well um and hopefully we'll be putting more heavier and bigger gigs on in anarchy this time we forward and hopefully scarlet will be doing exactly the same because we're going to not necessarily crack the whip but we're going to keep a close eye on things and i think this has been just coming up to your first year of being a promoter yeah you're doing really well thank you're you taking the shit with the sugar you're rolling with the punches and you're sticking to it, and not a lot of people do. So absolutely fair fucks to yourself and Chris for that one. Thanks, man. Right. So, and that was episode seven. Thank you very much, Scarlett. See you next week.